the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM630 KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. All right, well, good afternoon, San Antonio. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at KSLR, and I am so happy to have in the studio today uh, two very good friends of the radio station, Pastor Kurt Hudspeth, as well as Pastor Jay Marsh from Four Winds Bible Church. God bless you guys. God bless Thanks you, Mark. Us, Mark. Thank God you, guys. Bless you, man. This is awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, our goal here is to let people know about... The wonderful church that is available over at Four Winds Bible Church off of I-10. And uh, we just want them to know who you are, what you're about, where you come from, because we'd like for people to come by and visit you and and uh, just uh, get connected with what God is doing out there. So why don't we start with you, Pastor Kurt, and tell us a little bit about the person, Kurt Hudspeth. Where does he come from? <laughs> well, I grew up in uh, Southern California. I uh, spent most of my adult life in Southern California and, and uh, moved to San Antonio in 1992. And uh, married, have five beautiful children, and uh, uh, we just absolutely love life. Uh, we came for a specific uh, reason, which was more of the secular world. We, uh, uh, my movements into the pastoral movement didn't really happen until later in life. And mm. so uh, it's one of those things that, you know, the calling I knew was there, but I fought it as yeah. much as I possibly could. And uh, finally, I said, "All right, I'm, I'll I'll give in, and uh, I'll give it everything I've got, God." So that's uh, that's kind of where it started from there. How long did you fight it before you finally gave in? <laughs> I'll bet you it was a, a good four or five years, because yeah. you know it's, it's probably like a lot of reactions. You know, I've always heard the stories about pastors who, you know, they grew up in the family where uh, their dad was a pastor or a grandparent was a pastor, and so they've always just been associated with the church. And of course, I wasn't, and so. Uh, I read, I, I led a pretty rough life, you know, uh, prior to, uh, prior, prior to going into the ministry. So I can tell you that, you know, there's a lot of self-examination that goes on and uh, a lot of self-doubt, you know, at the time yes. when you're thinking, gosh, you know, I'm just not the right guy. Uh, you know, but I, I've learned, uh, you know, God speaks to each one of us differently. Mm-hmm. And I know this, uh, through years of just beating myself up sometimes uh, over that issue. But, but uh, I, I learned to know that when God gives me something and it won't leave me, no matter how hard I try to shake it, uh, I know it's something that God is calling me to do. And so uh, I have become, uh, I would say, more faithful uh, now uh, and knowing those issues. But back then, you know, when that first hits you, you go, man, I, what am I doing here? This is a, this is a huge, huge uh, error, and, yeah. and I'm sure that this will pass. Yeah. yeah. And it just didn't. So uh, we've, we've, it's been a wonderful journey. It's a big sacrifice to be able to go from an analytical business mindset and transition over into a spiritual aspect. And I think our, our, our natural, uh, 
I guess, default is to go back to our analytical mindset and try to make sense of what God is doing in this new walk as pastors. As, and it, you just can't do that. No. You just, you, it's just a blind faith, just, just walking with Jesus and letting him lead. Yeah, you, you know, and it's learning to trust. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you've gone through as much life as I have without, uh, without really laying that faith and trust in Christ, and it's not until really I, I, uh, I gave my life to Christ and just really started getting into the Word and my studies, and um, I, I just really, I really realized at that point that I was leading me down a path that was eventually going to put me in a position here to uh, uh, to pastor a church. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that that feeling came, you know, years earlier, and. Um, and I denied it, but I, I finally got on board and got busy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, when did uh, when was Four Winds Bible Church born? Four Winds. Uh, uh, Jay and I started Four Winds Bible Church. Uh, uh, gosh, about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I can tell you that we've been trying to uh, we we've, we've been talking about it for a lot longer than that. Yeah. Uh, but making sure that we had everything uh, properly aligned, and we've done we've done the things that God wanted us to do. Uh, we were able to get the church off the ground, and uh, we're going to be selling our, our first year anniversary on uh, November fourth. Right. So uh, we're excited, and the church is growing. So we're we're extremely excited about that. All right, congratulations. Now, Jay, it takes it takes a special breed of people to lock arms with a pastor that says, "I've got a vision, and it's to plant a church from nothing. We're going to grow a church from nothing." Um, not just anybody's up for that. I mean, a lot of people would rather just go into an established church that already has the big budget. They've got all the programs. They've got everything set in place. Not just anybody can uh, can say, okay, I'm with you. I'm locking in with this vision. I'm walking with you. you got my support. Count on me. Why would you do such a thing? How, tell well, us a little I, bit I about see, that. I see you grinning over there, Mark, and, and I know you can relate to yes. this. And that's exactly where Kurt and I came from. Kurt and I were plugged in to a wonderful mega church here in san antonio and it had all the bells and whistles and we loved it kurt and i like a lot of pastors in smaller newer churches you know we're bivocational um we're serving the kingdom of god and and we're also in our own businesses during the day yeah. to take care of paying the bills yeah. and um that's how kurt and i met it was in a real estate venture and uh our very first meeting, three hours later, and we joke about that. We don't know who talks more, him or me. I think it's him. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a supernatural connection. Mm. And we weren't talking about church as a premise for the meeting. It was business. But as a faithful and as a active walking Christian, that's exactly where it led into. Yeah, and sure. there was a connection there that was, that was undeniable and unbreakable. And we, we began that walk on a business level. And he talked to me about the church. Yeah, I'm going to start this church. I've been planning it, doing this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I can see that. I can see that, Kurt. You're going to be very good at that. Um, we had a lot of things in line. Here's the ki- the kicker that was so coincidental. He and I had been going to the same church for almost 20 years. We sat in the same section and never knew each other. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that, that's crazy, isn't it? That is crazy. Yeah. So we were really <laughs> well aligned yeah. with what the Word of God meant to us yeah. in both of our lives. So when he's talking to me, it's like, I'm talking to myself in a lot of respects. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, can you imagine that? Uh, in, a, in the same church for 20 years, uh, attending the same service mm. uh, because this had multiple service and a great church here in town. And, and we both still love that church. Yeah. Uh, we really left because we were looking for a, um, a smaller, intimate 
uh, more uh, a venue, of course, and we knew that that's what God was calling us to. We don't know if Four Winds Bible Church will, um, what size church God will lead us to uh, to one day uh, mm-hmm. tend. However, it is uh, it, it is amazing that when you come from a church that's you know twenty five thousand plus people. Um, and you can be in the same sanctuary for 20 years and, yeah. and, and literally, uh, you know, I said, well, let me show you where I used to sit and, and here's where he, you know, and we were just like five rows apart. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, mega churches really have their place yeah, and they're, sure. um, and they're very special places, but sometimes they get so big, you can get lost and you, you end up missing out on meeting some really incredible people that God has, has laid before you. Yeah. Now let's talk about the types of people. Uh, I mentioned it, it takes a special breed, and by that I just mean people that have a special calling for uh, joining a, a church plant. Um, you, you guys are a year and a half old, is that correct? Mm-hmm. A right. year and a half old. So um, No, we're, we'll be a year old November 4th. Oh, you're, you're Yeah, about a year, year and a half in yeah. planning it all. Okay. About a year and a half in, in really uh, getting our ducks in yeah. a row and making sure we did all the right things. Okay. So usually around this time, for the average church, not all of them because some of them just grow rapidly, but for for most churches that are that are about a year old, you're still looking for the laborers. You're looking for the people that can wear multiple hats. And that's what I'm talking about, that there are certain people that God just calls that can come in and plug in and say, you know what, Pastor, share with me your vision. And once they take it and they just bite down like a bulldog and they just won't let it go, um, those are the type of folks that you know that at any point you can call on. They're going to be wearing this hat and that hat and helping in this part of the ministry and that part of the ministry right. without without any problem. That's... You know, I'm taking back to the words of Jesus Christ when he told when he taught us to pray, and, and he said to, for us to pray to the Lord of the Harvest to send forth laborers, right. not just people. That's right. We need more laborers in the kingdom of God. Right. Well, absolutely. You know, we're a we're a church that uh, uh, you know. Listen, if you we we want all comers to come to church. Sure. We want to we want to be there to. Uh, but but we're really a church for the lost. Uh, we're we're looking to take a church and really build. Uh, and bring people and teach them the Word of God. Mark, this is a thing that's so crazy. People are so hungry for the Word of God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we talked about it in a service last week or week before last. We talked about, you know, a lot of churches, uh, uh, like the book of Hebrews uh, speaks, uh, uh, feed a lot of milk. Yeah. And there are some people that are happy with milk. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I just believe that if you're truly – uh, part of the kingdom of God, if you're a part of the body of Christ, if you're his sheep, mm-hmm. um, you need to be fed. And, um, and Sunday mornings, that's what we do. We, I, don't, uh, I don't prepare our sermons for uh, seekers, and I don't prepare our sermons for, for the lost. I, I prepare it for the sheep because mm-hmm. that's what God says that Sunday is about. It's, a, it's about resting on the Sabbath and, and studying his word. And um, and people need that, and you know sometimes there's churches that are doing that, and there's a lot of churches that aren't, and and we're staying faithful and true to the Word of God. Well, you know there has to be a step beyond bringing someone to the foot of the cross. Obviously, that's the most important decision that they'll ever make, and they're not taking anything away from it. Right. But along with that, tied into that, is the discipleship part. Oh, sure. A lot of the times we just bring people to the Lord, we introduce them, congratulate them to for being a part of the kingdom, and that's wonderful. Again, I'm not diminishing that. However. What about discipleship now? What about training them to become recruiters for the kingdom of God so that, you know, we grow faster? You know, there's, there's many different people. There are some people that go to church, and they just want to hear a good sermon. They want to hear a good word, and then they will go about their day, and, yeah. and uh, you know, they're really not into the word. I think, you know, we were invited to uh, one of the KSLR events. It was about a year ago, and 
you, one of your speakers had said something that was just, I mean, it's always stuck with us. And, and Jay and I, Jay, you know no, what no, I'm no, about right to say. Going with it. Yep. You know, uh, only 8% of the people that attend church on a regular basis read their Bibles. Wow. 8%. And, and that's um, of the believers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, there's different strokes for different folks, right? right. But I, what I want to do is, is that uh, I, I know that God has called us to really just simply uh, give his word and not ours. It's yeah. not, it's not uh, the word of God according to Pastor Kurt. It's the word of God according to his word. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's starting to set us apart because our church is growing and we're doing very well. Yeah. And, you know, Mark, I think that growing a new church and a small church, that discipleship that you talked about, that's the second half of this faith and relationship, no different than believing and coming to Christ. Yeah. It doesn't stop there. You know, there's the works part of it. And works isn't required to get you to heaven, but works is the other part of it. That's like saying, I love you, honey, to your wife, and that's it. Yeah. How, how far is that relationship going to go? Not too far. So there's no different when you're growing a, a church, and especially a smaller church. Those folks that are part of the learning process and part of the growing process, you know, we hope and pray that they will come and wear those hats and be part of the, the vision that uh, God has called Pastor Kurt and I to do at Four Winds Bible Church. Amen. Uh, Pastor, you've got, a, you've got a program that airs here on the radio. Uh, yeah. Why is it important? What, what could you say to the folks that are used to listening, you, listening to you or listening to another uh, teacher or preacher on the radio? Why is it important to go beyond just tuning in and actually walk into and, and meet you in person and get to call you as their personal pastor and get to meet the rest of the congregation that eventually becomes their brothers and sisters and their own personal family. Is there, is it really important? Cause I think a lot of people just think, you know what, I'll just tune into the radio. I'll just watch this TV evangelist and, and I'll have my church at home. I don't really need to go to church. Well, I guess if you, uh, if you're of that right mindset, you don't have to go to church. It's really not necessary uh, in, in order for you to see the kingdom of heaven. Now, when I say that, there's a whole lot else that goes with that. When I said that, that Christians and, and his sheep need to be fed, that's true. They need to be fed every week. You know, they get up and they get, they're beat up all week long. And they need a place where they can go and be and fellowship with other like-minded people and also hear a word of God because you will never hear the voice of God more than when you're studying in Scripture. And the sermons that I talk about, the things that God has given me are, are sermon and biblically verse-related. Uh, it's in many regards. I think it's like a, like a, a big Bible study right. in, in many ways. But uh, it's never boring, and we do it in such a way that everybody sort of gets it. So, uh, you know, one of the things that you want to do, you know, yeah, you can listen on the radio. And, yes, you, you might have that mindset, but, you know, you really do need to be able to be with other people that are fellow believers. And I am a big believer in this more than you can ever imagine, Mark. It's just like how I met you. Mm-hmm. There was a reason I was supposed to meet you. There was a reason, reason why I met um, uh, Baron, yeah. there's a there's a reason that I met Jay. God puts certain people in your path, and you know you can be one of those guys that you know stays home all day long and watches the tube or or listening to the radio, and you're never getting out there and 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 being with the people that really God had intended for you. There was a there was a set appointment for you that day that you were supposed to say something or you were supposed to do something that God had intended for you to do. And you didn't do it because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And so that is, uh, you know, that, that's your reason for getting up in the morning. Yeah, you know, the, the, the hard fact of it is, is that, you know, you don't have to go to church 
to see the kingdom of heaven. You go to church because God has a plan and he has a mission for you. There is a reason that you're here. Yes. I tell people this all the time. You cannot take your next breath without God saying it's okay. Mm. And that is the absolute truth. And so, you know, if you're going to be a hermit in your home, I, I, I would imagine that your life is going to be uh, fairly short-lived because there will come a time when God says you're not going anywhere, you're not doing anything, and you're not doing what I had called you to do. I'll call you home now. And so, uh, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think it's a big reason for people to get out. And, and, and there's amazing things that happen at church. The people you meet is just one aspect of it. But, you know, the worship music, the things that take place in your life, they set you down a path to be able to handle and tackle the next week. So, you know, when I make those comments like, you know, that's not necessary, you don't have to be there. Well, technically, that's true. That's not required. God is all around us. But you need to find a good Bible-based church where you can be with people that are like-minded, that think like you do, and that are going to work towards the same purpose, which is glor- which is building the kingdom of God. Yes, and I believe that Four Winds Bible Church is one of those churches that need that people need to plug into. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about Four Winds. Uh, we've been speaking here for the past few minutes with uh, pastors Kurt Hudspeth and uh, Jay Marsh from Four Winds Bible Church here in uh, in Northwest San Antonio. And so tell us a little bit about what are the types of people that attend. Um, your church, and what can someone expect when they walk in the doors for the first time? Well, Mark, you know, this really goes hand in hand with what what Pastor Kurt was just talking about, about coming to church, and what do you see in a church? Well, we tell our folks at church all the time, especially being a newer small church, is church isn't the building. Church is where we as the people come together to praise and worship God. That is where the church is, whether we meet in a concrete building or whether we're meeting out in the backyard under a tree. Mm -hmm. Now, for us, we have a different church setting because we are a a new small church, and it's in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. We meet Sundays, every Sunday at 11 a.m. at Maggiano's Italian Restaurant in the Rim. Uh, They have a beautiful set of banquet rooms that we are blessed to be able to have our church services at. Awesome. When you walk in the door at Four Winds Bible Church, uh, you're going to be greeted with a smile. And you're going to see folks that want to be there, and they're anxious to see who's going to walk through that door so they can smile and visit with them. Sure. Uh, it's a very warm and inviting place. We usually have coffee and pastries, and we're visiting with each other. We have a great worship uh, team, John Valdez heads up, and we begin our praise and worship. We're also very fortunate to have a great child care and a great Sunday school that uh, for the kids, mm-hmm. and it's right next door. So even being a small church, we have the accommodations that a family needs to be able to become part of a church. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone. So in this case, you get the best of both worlds. You get to go eat spiritually. Little, yeah. A little and, pasta to go yeah, with Yeah, and then you also get to go yeah. eat physically. The waistline yeah. is starting to fill it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great place to meet. You know, the, the, awesome. the one of the, you know, you say the banquet halls and, you know, you kind of get visions in your head. And I, even when Jay told me about it the first time, I wasn't, I have to say, I probably wasn't that excited about that location. But then you get there and you see what they've done, and they've really turned those banquet rooms into it looks like an old church. Mm. It looks like an old cathedral lots type of wood, church. Yeah. Lots of wood, very beautiful inside, very elegant inside. And it's a it's just a very warm and inviting place. And of course I've always told everybody wherever Jay and I are, uh, the Heavenly Father is right there by our side. So it doesn't uh, it doesn't make any difference where you are. That's right. And I think a lot of people think about that. They think, well, a church should have a chapel. There should sure. be a, a place. And, you know, not to take anything away from that as sure. well. But, um, you know, it's crazy. There's a lot of people that think that uh, the only place that God is 
is in some sort of a building that happens to either have a steeple or, you know, stained glass yeah. windows or it says church outside. Yeah. But nothing could be further from the truth. We were out uh, just a few days ago uh, out with a few guys out of the Texas Hill Country, and uh, we just started worshiping. And two hours later, we were still worshiping. Mm-hmm. And we weren't in a chapel. We weren't in, a, you know, this building that was dedicated and sanctified. Or two we or three just, come together. That's it. Just a, a few guys together. Yeah, kidding. Oh, man. What an awesome time. Yeah, we, we love it. We absolutely love it. That's cool. Well, uh, do you guys have anything uh, coming up, any type of events or anything like that that you would like to, or, or just a simple invitation for folks to come out? And- well, you know, folks that want to know more about who we are and, and what kind of church we are, they can do it in the privacy of their own home, privacy of their own c- computer. Just dial us up. Go to fourwinds.org, F-O-U-R-W-I-N-D-S, fourwinds.org. One of the real cool things that we do at fourwinds.org is we have all the sermons, and this just isn't a podcast. It's a video. All the sermons are online. Mm. So whether it was last week or 52 weeks ago, they're online, and you can see what kind of lessons come through Four Winds Bible Church. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a great place to uh, – it's a great place to go to kind of check a church out, yeah. you know, hey, is this some place that I think I could – is this some place I think I could go and, and feel warm and inviting? And that's, that's, really, uh, that's really what our church is all about. You know, there are great churches here in San Antonio to attend, and so you have to ask yourself the question, you know, what, well, what makes, what's going to separate you from uh, some from all the others? And, and in many cases, there's not a lot of separation from us just simply because ours is warm and inviting and, and as they are at any of the other churches that you'll see. Um, but the power of God is working through this church. And, and, you know, we started out very small, but we're growing. It's mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, we've, we've created a, a philosophy. I'm not so sure if it's ours. Uh, we, might have, we might have stole it from somewhere. I doubt, I doubt if we've done, we've done that. But, you know, I really believe that there's a difference in churches, and each church has its purpose. Yeah. There are churches that you can go to and you can be fed uh, the milk. You know, you can go and uh, you you can have as little or as much of God as that as you want to have. Yeah. And uh, I have sort of taken the 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 churches uh, not only here in San Antonio but across the United States and really kind of put them in. in if you look at it as a maybe a large school district, mm-hmm. uh, as an example, you know, in a school district you've got your elementary schools, you've got your middle schools, and you have your high schools. Yeah. And I see, uh, I see that sort of a format going inside of our church. Now, one of, when I say that, I want to tell you that I really believe with all my heart you should always be loyal to your church. Yes. You know, you, where, you, where, where you, you go, get fed. where you're yeah. fed, right. that's where you need to be loyal to. But there are churches that um, will bring you along. They'll bring you along to a certain point. And for whatever reason, you're not being fed what you should be fed anymore. That is a very clear sign from God. That if it persists, I'm not talking about it just happens one Sunday because, you know, every pastor once in a while is not going to give a a dynamite service, you know, (laughs) although we try, don't we? Yes, (laughs) yes. But um, I can tell you that when it it persists and it stays with you, that's your nudge. That's your nudge that God is is leading you in another direction. It's time for you to increase your knowledge Mm -hmm. and and move on to that next level. Yeah. And so I've always looked at uh, Four Winds Bible Church as being a, you know, it's a high school. Uh, we're, uh, we're here, we're preaching and teaching from the Word of God. And uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things that we talk about that, you know, are uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. But they need to be said because yeah. that's what the Word of God says. Yeah. And so 
we do that, and uh, and, and I think it's something that uh, people truly enjoy. You know, I think there's a lot of churches out there that sell the, you know, the greatness and the goodness of who our God is, and all of that is being true. But then they don't talk about who our God is really the God of judgment and the things that God requires mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And there are requirements. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, y- you you have to be well-rounded. And so at Four Winds Bible Church, our, our purpose is to instruct. It's to teach. It's to make you hungrier for the Word of God and bring you closer to God. Uh, and it's to get you to go home and, and not be that part of that 8%, yeah. or I should say, be a part of that 8% and grow that 8% to, you know, 100% of the people that are going home and saying, I, I love God so much. I, I just, I have got to learn more. I yes. have got to know what's really going on. I can no longer keep my head in the sand. I have got to get busy and figure out what's going on. And uh, I've been a big believer of, you know, people should do what makes them happy in life. You know, that if you were to ask people, how happy are you in life? you'll find that there's a lot of people that probably have a hard time answering that question. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the greatest things you can do, and it's because we've become so routine in the things we do, is go home and turn off that darn TV, turn the radio off and get quiet and say, what is it that I would do that would make me happy? You know, I'm supposed to be a believer. I, I, I call myself a Christian. I think I'm a Christian. How come I'm not spending more time in the Word of God? Mm-hmm. How come I'm not dedicating more time and more effort to understanding who our heavenly father is right and what his plan is for me and this is this is amazing to me i just i mean i i can't you know when you're when you're hungry for that word and you're constantly wanting to know that word it's it's beyond me how people don't want to go out and and try and know and learn more well pastor as we're uh, closing out our our program here wanted to do a special invitation for folks to come out and visit with you and, and give us your phone number your uh your email address your website your service times I'll do that. Uh, listen, we, we do. San Antonio, we want you to come to Four Winds Bible Church. It's a great church for you to be able to come and hear the Word of God. You can learn more about us at fourwinds.org. That's fourwinds.org. All right. Do you have a phone number? You have a phone number. You have people. Yeah. Come. If they want farther information, they can reach us directly at 210-372-0687. All right. I want to bless you guys. Thank you so much Thanks for being for here with us. us. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've had a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, simply submit your nomination at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.